Today, we are continuing our conversation about COVID and the school experience. Joining us are Elena and Dia, two local high school students, to talk about how COVID has impacted their education. Ladies, thank you for being here. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. Can you both tell us what year you are in school um, and what school you're attending now? Um, So I'm a senior at Sycamore High School, so I'll be graduating next year. Awesome. I'm a freshman at the University of Cincinnati. Nice. And what school did you attend last year? Mason. So kind of talking about like last year, what were some of the challenges of being in school last spring when like COVID hit? I think the biggest challenge was how suddenly everything happened because it was definitely something we weren't expecting and the belief that we really would be able to go back to school and life would continue as normal as soon as we got the COVID situation under control. But that didn't happen. And just the transition to virtual learning was something that no one was used to. So I feel like just trying to learn and it being so sudden was definitely the hardest part. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, adding on to your last point about it being kind of like sudden, like, I think for a lot of kids, especially at Sycamore, like we didn't really have a plan going into like virtual learning. And I think it was really hard to keep kids engaged, especially for like the last like quarter of the year, which is kind of important, especially if you're like a senior or like a junior. So I think that was definitely tough in terms of engagement. Uh, That makes sense. Yeah, that makes it. uh, It was a very strange time. I don't think anybody was prepared for what was going to (laughs) happen. So how did the quarantine impact your mental health and wellness? I think it kind of depends on like when you would ask me, because I think, I think definitely the first few weeks were kind of nice, just kind of floating by, not really caring, getting that, like getting more sleep because I get to wake up later and stuff like that. So I think then it was a lot better for my mental health. It kind of allowed me to recuperate a little bit. Um, Now, I think it's harder for me to stay in contact with people. I think that's the biggest challenge that I'm facing right now, you know, just texting friends. And if you want to go to a park, you kind of have to like, you're not physically close to them, which kind of stinks. Um, And I think just keeping in touch is definitely something that I struggle with and have had to work on and improve because of the quarantine. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. It totally depended on the time you would ask me. At first, it was super chill. After that, I felt very unproductive, I guess, since I was at home. I was unable to do a lot of the things I wanted to that summer. Um, And I just felt like there was nothing to do. And I got bored a lot, which negatively affected my mental health. But after that, for a while, I tried picking up on new hobbies to keep myself busy, which helped. But even then, it was the entire summer. So at times, my mental health would... um, be negatively affected. It sounds like there's a lot of up and downs. Like I think that's for the sure everyone that it, you know, it's a, uh, it's a very, every day is a new day and you know, don't know what, what you're going to feel that day. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you did to take care of yourself? Yeah. So I started running and that was something that I've never done. And it was a way for me to spend time outside. Um, along with that, I started writing um, just like just journaling for myself and painting. So there's a lot of things to just occupy my time, but still feeling a bit productive. That's great. 
Um, so I took up yoga and I'm not very good at it, but I like to do it like maybe 10, 15 minutes a day. It just kind of calms me down. So that's something that I kind of took on during quarantine. Um, another thing, I wouldn't say it's like more of an activity, but I guess just learning to hang out with my family more than my friends Yeah. before quarantine, like I would go out like probably every couple of days and just hang out with friends. And now it's more like family centered activities, going to the park, playing board games, stuff like that. So I kind of had to adjust with, you know, getting used to my family. So (laughs) yeah, I feel like, I mean, even I've made that change in my own life and I'm, I don't live with my parents anymore. I Mm -hmm. moved out a couple years ago, but um, I've noticed that like, I spend so much more time with like my parents and my siblings. Yeah, Um, It's so strange. Like, I mean, even not living with them, it's like, they were the only people I like, could see. <laughs> yep. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Especially yeah. as us parents. For us parents, we really enjoy it more. <laughs> <laughs> it is though. I mean it's making it's making us value our connections with the people who are always there for us. I mm-hmm. think. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. So um let's talk a little bit about like what school looks like this semester or this fall. Um, so obviously like last spring, it was very disrupted. Um, nobody was expecting it. So what have both of your schools done to kind of like prepare for, and then actually come back to school this fall? Um, I think Sycamore is taking kind of a different approach because I've seen schools do like either a hybrid version, which is kind of like students get to pick what they want to do or like, and then like go back and forth between in-school and virtual So my school was doing like an approach where you kind of chose, okay, did you want to do virtual or did you want to do in in school? And there's no intermingling between the two. So I decided to do virtual. And um, I think it works a lot better compared to last year, last school year in some aspects. Like, I just think the flow is a lot better. They're holding students more accountable, which I think is good for the students to like keep up academically and socially with their teachers. I definitely think it's hard sometimes because some of the classes they, I don't know if I'm getting too specific, but some of the classes they have, like they're teaching virtual kids at the same time that they're teaching in school kids. So it's kind of hard to cater to both groups. Um, And sometimes you can feel left out if you're in one of those classes, if you're virtual. So I think just kind of finding that balance between, you know, it's, it's a new school year and you have to adapt to new learning techniques and everything like that for teachers and administrators. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, In some of my classes, especially my bigger lecture classes, they'll teach the class that comes in person, but they'll have like the virtual class on their laptop, but it is hard to cater to the virtual audience. But a way that they have sort of fixed that is by having a ton of TAs and like teacher assistants there to answer any questions in the chat, which has really helped us a lot. Um, In addition to that, with virtual learning, I'm staying at home but I live 20 minutes from campus, so I still have to go in person for labs. So I guess that's good in the way that I'm still being present on campus, at least sometimes. But learning in general isn't too bad as it was in high school because I feel like I was used to how high school went and it was all of a sudden changed. But college is such a big change in itself that this virtual aspect doesn't change that much I guess that makes sense 
when you're look, so when you're looking at the changes that have happened this year, and both of you are doing um, primarily virtual learning, um, what 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 has that meant to you from a engagement standpoint and a you know an isolation standpoint? I okay, I might be the exception. I actually really enjoy it. Like, I I'm like the type of person that like you know, during between bells, you don't have to actually physically get up to a class. Like you can go to the restroom or you can go get food without having to worry about getting to your next class. So that's like, I don't know, a little thing that I really like. I think engagement is like, for Sycamore, it's been pretty good to me. Um, I, I think, like I said, like with certain classes, you can feel a little less involved, but teachers um, kind of like Dia situation at UC, like they're trying to like answer your questions. And if you need to call them a separate time to talk to them about a lesson, you know, they're always there. So I think as long as the relationship between teachers and students is like strong and they're still, you know, being involved and communicating with their teachers, then I think it works out the best that it can in the situation that we're given. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. All the professors are super helpful and they always have their office hours. They're open to meet one-on-one with the student, but um, they also make the effort to put us in breakout rooms, let us like get to know each other. And a lot of clubs that I'm in also have sessions where you can talk one-on-one to another club member, which is really nice because to know people virtually, which was one of the things that I was really scared about going into college during the pandemic, getting to like meet people because Mm -hmm. a different environment than all of my friends in high school. And I feel like they're making a good effort to make that possible virtually, which I really appreciate. Yeah, that's really good. I think that all these schools spent a lot of time over the summer. I don't think that any of the administrators (laughs) got very much of a break over the summer this year, um, just figuring out how to make it more engaging and how to keep people, um, you know, on board and to keep everybody moving forward in the right direction. So so when you think about COVID overall, um, how do you think that it's impacted your, like your mental health and just your overall attitude? What, what kind of things do you think about when you think about COVID and how it's impacted you? Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I think like it's definitely led me to value the relationships that I have with people more and kind of evaluate, you know, what does human connection mean to me and how important is it to me? Because I think it's kind of like that idea that when you're, when something is kind of taken away from you, you realize how significant it can be in your life. And that's exactly what happened to me with COVID and everything. Um, So that's definitely kind of a lesson that I've learned um, because of the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's awesome you know I think I I say it all the time like we're supposed to be paying attention now what are we learning during this mm-hmm. time frame and I think that 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 relationships are so critical and what are we doing to nurture those relationships to keep them really strong during this time is so important that's yeah nice. I feel like the pandemic just had so many effects on my mental health I feel like at first it was sort of being a little bit anxious because um Knowing that there's a pandemic going on, even though the numbers weren't that high at the beginning, it was something different that I wasn't used to. I guess going out in public places and stuff made me a bit anxious, but that was only really the beginning. Then everyone sort of got used to the pandemic and started staying more safe. But another effect that it had was definitely, like Elena said, 
Um, it made me value my connections more, made me value hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my family, because I realized how much I enjoyed it and how much I missed out on it during high school, especially. And lastly, I think the pandemic really made me realize how important it is to take care of myself because I finally had the time to, and I finally had the time to do the things I really enjoy. So yeah, I feel like the pandemic really Mm -hmm. So there are good things coming out of it, which is, which is, yeah. awesome. you know, it's, it's made, it's forced us all to slow down. I, um, sure. I, I have an issue with that, you know, like I don't do a very good job of that. So instead the universe decided that I needed to break my arm so that I could do that. So I could slow down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I think it's important to kind of see like all this bad in the world is happening. Everybody's being affected by it. So you kind of have to look for the silver lining and right. kind of like find sure. something that you can, you know, get out of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a learning experience just as everything else in life is. And it's definitely not one that we've like had before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, that's exactly it. Like we're all just learning new coping mechanisms, learning what's like healthy for us, all this good stuff. Um, so actually that kind of leads perfectly into the next question. Um, what have you both learned helps you deal with like some of the challenges of COVID? And I know we've talked a little bit about this so far, but let's go in more detail. I would say, okay. I would say like, I'm a pretty outgoing person. So I think I get a lot of my energy. I've said this probably 10 times, but I get a lot of my energy from like being with other people and it doesn't necessarily have to be friends. Obviously it can be family too. So like, I think because of COVID, like um, obviously I said like learning to be with them and everything. That's what honestly like kind of lets me take myself to like take a step back and understand reality a little bit better. Like Thinking of COVID, I I got a little bit scared. I think just that initial like fear reaction of like, what is happening in the world? What's going on? And I think if you take it on a smaller scale, or at least for me, this is what worked, you know, kind of look back and appreciate what's happening in life with the people that you love. I just think that was something that helped me cope with with whatever was like going on in the world. So yeah. I can totally relate to that, especially before the pandemic. I loved hanging out with friends all the time, but um, now it obviously isn't as possible. So a way that I sort of coped with that was making the extra effort to FaceTime, text my friends, even though it is harder virtually to stay in contact, um, making sure to check up on them and trying to make life feel as normal as it once was. And the way I do that is really talking to my friends and family and making that effort and knowing that, you know, I'm not alone in this pandemic. Everyone's going through the same thing. And just pretending like things are normal in conversation is really nice. Mm-hmm. I was also going to say, um, like, just adding on to what I said before, um, occupying yourself. It doesn't necessarily have to be, like I said, with social interaction. Just having a plan for the day is something that's really helped me with everything. Like, just uh, yeah, just planning out the day and kind of having things to do even if it's something like chores or like writing down in a journal or something like that, it just kind of gives the needed structure that helped me have kind of a purpose for each day. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Yeah. 
that routine is so important, especially during this time, because the days just all sort of blend together one right after the other. Yes. <laughs> and it's really easy to get into the habit to be like, oh, that doesn't really make a difference. Like, maybe I'll just do it tomorrow. And then you're like, no, but what did I do all day today? <laughs> I didn't accomplish very much. <laughs> I know for me personally, that's I'm a. Uh, I'm a pretty driven person. And if I don't accomplish anything at the end of the day, I'm like, uh, I don't feel so good. It's a a weird reality that Mm -hmm. like, that's kind of where we are. We have to like find things to do. Yeah. And since school, like the school year started, it's also been nicer because now there's like definitely some things. It feels really normal now. Yeah, that's really good. Isn't that interesting how like quickly our brains can adapt to what we think of as normal? Like a year ago, if like you were in fall 2019 and somebody told you you were going to be totally online this time next year, you'd be like, no, (laughs) (laughs) but now it's normal, right? It's so strange. I was like, every time I see like I on Snapchat like you can like scroll up and see your memories and I always Mm -hmm. see like these big groups of people and I'm like why are they together and I'm like literally like it's a year ago and it's just so weird how that's like normal to me seeing people kind of spread out and not in big public spaces Mm -hmm. yeah it'll be interesting to see what we do moving forward once COVID is over like what happens like what what do we change what stays permanent what goes back Mm -hmm. yeah I think a lot of our behaviors are definitely going to be very different. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I think after the pandemic and after everything, I think people are going to place more of an importance on like physical health, if that makes sense. Like, you know, like washing their hands and like, I just think people are going to take more like cautions with everything, precautions. Nope. I would agree with you. So those are all good things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So is there, any, is there anything else that you think about during this time frame that um, that that comes to mind that you think is important that you've learned that you want to keep you want to make sure that it stays in your life as you move forward? Um, mental health, valuing my mental health. Mm-hmm. I think last year when I was in person, I think it was definitely hard for me to always get my sleep every day and always, you know, learn to like. I guess dressing up is something that I've done recently. Like even if it's virtual and nobody can see what I look like, I, I like that feeling of like being put together, I guess. I don't know. And mm-hmm. so like, just doing like little things each day to, to help me cope with like the problems that I'm facing. I think that's really important. And I think it makes me, you know, solve problems better. It makes me do what I'm doing better in school or with family or with friends. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think that I've learned a lot more about myself, especially with like all the time, um, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, after the school year had ended, um, through like journaling and painting. I really found what calms me down when I'm stressful. I mean, when I'm stressed and senior year was a time when I was constantly stressed and I really should have ran or done something for myself. But now I really know what things work for me and what things can help me. And since the beginning of college, I've gotten a lot more sleep than I ever did in high school. (laughs) And 
I think that that's actually helped me a lot because now I actually have a schedule where I sleep at a set time and I wake up at a set time. And I think that it's because of the pandemic, because regular summers, I'd typically be doing things, going out of town, messing up my sleep schedule. But this time I really got in that routine and I really hope that I um, practice self-care, take care of my sleep schedule moving forward and mainly making my mental health better um, every day. Awesome. You guys have done a great job of being very, very conscious of what works for you and in it, making sure it's a priority. And that's amazing. And I, I, I feel pretty confident that you'll move forward with those new skills that you have. I hope so. <laughs> Definitely. But one more thing was that although I like, I picked up on all the skills, I realized how important it is to just do nothing for one day and like not be productive in any way. And yep. it feels really nice just to take that day for yourself you don't even have to interact with your friends not as much with your family but it's just nice to just breathe for one day yeah that was something that I never did in high school Mm -hmm. I know it's amazing just those little things make you feel so much better like sleep is so critical to your well-being you know that you guys um, and we're, we've been doing some research and um, the amount of sleep that high schoolers get is really low. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's really not good for your brain. So this, in the end, this will be really good for all of you, I'm hoping. And I just, I want to say that, like, I'm so impressed with how positive both of you have been. Um, like, it's just, yeah, brightened my day. And I'm <laughs> just like, I, we talk a lot about like resiliency and youth and all that type of stuff. And I mean, like, I don't think I'm old or anything, but <laughs> like, you guys are very like young and resilient. I think that's awesome. Like, you're looking at everything with a very positive attitude. And I think that's very encouraging. So that's, yeah, I'm very impressed. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. It, uh, it's very uplifting to, to list, to talk to, you know, people your age and to see what you're doing. And it's amazing how you've, you've pivoted so fast and that resiliency is really, you've really, um, you're, you're showing how resilient you really are in ways that the adults should be paying more attention to you. (laughs) I mean, you just have to make the most of everything that's going on. Like you can't expect everything to be 100% normal. Yeah. And accept it when you're like stressed or like worried about the pandemic, just like accept it, take the day to yourself. Um, It's okay to like feel different moods, especially during this time. Right. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you for being with us today. We um, so appreciate it. Um, we hope that you can go out and enjoy this beautiful last day of warmth. I think tomorrow it's going to get a lot colder. Um, so thank you and keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. ladies. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about this episode, you can check out our show notes and access additional information on our website at 1n5.org. We ask that you please subscribe, rate, write a review, or share this podcast with anyone you think may be interested in hearing more about how we are changing the mental health landscape. Again, I'm Nancy. And I'm Kayla. And we hope you'll join us next time. You believe-